1: It can't be easy to leave WWE. Even if you're struggling to get on TV, surely deep down you got to have the mentality that to get in the game, you have to be on the bench. And let's face it, we all grew up wanting to be WWE superstars and astronauts. With that said, there's an exception to every rule because look at this. I'm Simon from What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button. And this is 10 exact moments when XWW wrestlers knew They'd made the right decision. Number 10, Ruby Soho. Ruby Riot, as she was known in WWE, didn't get a fair shake. Anyone that had seen her on the independent scene knew what she was capable of, and while there were glimpses of this, mostly she was one of these folk that was fighting to get on the show. I don't know, you tell me. It all led to her getting released in June 2021, which was still quite the surprise, as there hadn't even been a peep she was on the chopping block. And even Ruby herself has said this came totally out of left field, just got a phone call and that was that. While this can't have been fun though, fast forward to AEW's All Out event and man, within seconds she knew this was all a blessing in disguise. Not only were the fans chanting for Soho before she even arrived in the Casino Battle Royale, but she got a massive reaction as it was confirmed that yes it was her. It was really, really nice. This was then followed up a few weeks later when she was given the freedom to cut a promo on Britt Baker and say whatever she wanted. It was everything this character needed and now, Ruby feels like a bigger star than she ever has done. That's called mission success. Number 9. FTR FTR left the WWE because they knew the tag team division over there at best was always going to play second fiddle. And they were correct. And of course, it's Vincent Mann's company and he's allowed to do whatever the hell he wants. But for years, wrestlers have been paired together just to be split up down the line. For two people like Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, this didn't work because they loved tag team wrestling and wanted to be a tag team forever. That's probably why instead of wrestling, they were asked to do a skit where some hot cream burned their asses. That is a real thing that happened. The revival, as they were then known were desperate to get out too. As far back as 2019, there were rumours that they'd asked for their release. It would take till April 2020 before this was granted. They turned down some big money deals as well. Their goal was to promote two-on-two wrestling. They proved this was the right call afterwards as well when they took on Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega at All Out. One of the finest tag team matches you could ever hope to see, it was everything Cash and Dax were good at and their best outing since their NXT days. This was the same when they tangled with the Young Bucks and now they're just your go-to tag team guys. I mean seriously, when do they ever have a bad match? Never. Plus they now don't have to pretend that shaving somebody else's back is a source of ridicule. (laughs) That also happened in WWE. It was straight. 8. Adam Cole. We are never going to know for sure, but I don't think WWE understood what they had with Adam Cole. A dude who is just beloved by the fans, rumors suggested that the powers that be were happy to move him to the main roster, but as Keith Lee's manager. Failing that, they would cut his hair and change his name. Even if these were just ideas, what are you doing? Cole has proven consistently over the years that his presentation works wonderfully. You don't need to muck around with it. Throw in WWE's Twitch policy when it comes to its talent, and Adam was left with only one option, to leave and jump ship to AEW. I think it took about 8 seconds before he was proved right. Aside from mentioning how when he was making the decision he would close his eyes and visualize himself in All Elite Wrestling, go and watch the reaction to his debut at All Out. The crowd loses their mind and ever since he's been treated as someone who was in the upper echelon of the company. The decision to turn him bad guy instantly rocked as well, this was just great from top to bottom. Number 7. John Moxley I think even if John Moxley had worked the indie scene for the rest of his career, he'd never have regretted leaving WWE. While dean ambrose had his moments he was also asked to have an injection in his ass which is now the second time we've talked about this weird fascination with rear ends that vince mcmahon seems to have he was also forced to wear a gas mask and say some terrible things about roman reigns it was not good so despite multiple offers and likely a lot of cash ambrose left in 2019 morphed into moxley and really has been smashing it ever since if he had any doubt surely all of these were killed off when he debuted at double or nothing too The surprise, the reaction, the noise, John fell like a super duper star, and even helped bring more eyes to AEW, it was a win-win. It also proved he could be a top, top guy, and even though he did win the world title at his former employer, there it always felt as if he was second tier. The mega push never came. Creative Freedom seems to be at the top of Mox's most wanted list too, he now has that and is winning it all... I doubt he would change any of this. Number 6. Chris Jericho And now we move on to someone else who is kind of similar. There's no pretending Chris Jericho didn't have a great WWE career, but even after he claimed the WWE title, he was never the guy. He should have been, but other wrestlers would main event above him, and when he returned, Jericho was often pegged back in this same slot. It is no wonder he wanted more. This happened when he decided to head to New Japan for a dream match with Kenny Omega, and ever since then, he's refused to be anything but a main eventer. Given how important he was to the rise of AEW, he was 100% correct. I mean, even though he's in the twilight of his career, Jericho has reached new heights and is an integral cog in the All Elite wheel knows what would have happened if he'd gone back to WWE. Jericho himself has said when he flew out east it reminded him just how fun wrestling could be and the rest as they say is history. Number 5. Randy Savage Vince McMahon didn't want Randy Savage to wrestle anymore. He thought the macho man was too old so he put him on commentary instead. The problem there being that Savage didn't feel like he was correct and he wanted to be in the ring this did not end well. It sparked into demotion. him being another WWF star who jumped to WCW, and given his desires, well, he was right. He debuted on the 3rd of December 1994 and straight away was pitched as the star that he'd always been. Not building anybody else, no nonsense, Randy talked about the world title, and that was his aim. In short, Savage was able to be a full-time wrestler again, and that's all he wanted... I mean, who was going to regret that? And before Cody Rhodes. What a flippin' inspiration. Given his heritage, you could foresee a world where Cody Rhodes could have stayed in WWE forever. He'd likely always have been taken care of in some sense, but that wasn't enough. Cody knew he had more in him, and boy howdy, was that true. Aside from going on a tear throughout the independents, Rhodes was an integral part of ensuring the all-in pay-per-view became real, and of course then launched AEW. So he backed himself, became a better wrestler because of it, and now is a megastar. That is awesome. It's a far cry from being pegged as Stardust, a character that I did enjoy muchly for the record. And I don't think anyone predicted this in 2016, probably not even Rhodes himself. It just goes to show though, if you know you have something more go and get it number three brian danielson this one is slightly different brian danielson has made it very clear ever since joining AEW that his decision to leave wwe was not an easy one he ummed and about it for months and has no ill feelings towards his former employer at all in fact if he had have stayed he would have been more than fine with this the man even wrote a letter thanking the company for the years they gave him because he's just a classy dude but come on now Just go and watch his match with Kenny Omega back from September 2021 on Dynamite. The sheer change in his offense and the leeway to just kick ass was like reverting to the Ring of Honor days, and fans hadn't seen this version of Bryan in years. It ruled. He was also met by a thunderous reaction, and if all goes to plan, will now be remembered as a dude who helped AEW reach new heights. That's just cool, or at least it is to me. There could even be a world where Danielson returns to WWE in the future. He's kept his bridge so well built, and all this has done has reaffirmed that he is one of the best wrestlers ever. Number 2. Brock Lesnar Is Brock Lesnar the greatest businessman in wrestling history? You would be hard-pushed to find a better one. Even though he was offered the world in 2004 and a ton of money, he still decided to leave WWE because he didn't like the lifestyle. It's why the you'd sold-out chance at WrestleMania 20 were a little odd. He was actually doing the opposite. Do not forget what he did afterwards either. A quick tryout with the NFL didn't work, so he went back to what had brought him to the dance in the first place, and became the UFC World Heavyweight Champion. Because of course he flipping did. Furthermore, not only did this earn him even greater fame and money, but when he returned to WWE in 2012, he was an even bigger star than ever, where he could work minimal dates for all the Scrooge McDuck cash. You think Brock has sleepless nights about this? Only if he stays up laughing about what he pulled off. So it's another tale of somebody betting on themselves and smashing it. Just remember to always give it a go. Number 1. The New World Order Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Hulk Hogan all left the then-WWF for different reasons. The Hulkster wanted a crack at Hollywood, whereas Razor, Ramon, and Diesel had been offered so much money by WCW, they would have been crazy to turn it down. Early rumours suggested that there was a small chance they could all return, but I imagine this was just silly, because at Bash of the Beach 1996, they all joined forces, became the NWO, and transformed into one of the best groups ever. They also helped World Championship Wrestling turn the tide in the wrestling war, and look at the stars they became off the back of it. Even Hogan found a new lease of life, which he desperately needed. This was an all-time moment. And do not forget that it was a risk too. Hulk was so unsure about being the third man and going heel, Sting was waiting in the wings as a plan B, but the magic with this naturally was the fact they were all coming from the competition, and we could act like it was a hostile takeover. You couldn't have done it any better...